Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Well, very pleasant. Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KDY. Terry Slavin's with you, and we're joined via telephone this morning by Angela Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Good Monday morning after a Super Bowl win that I think uh, a lot of people are probably celebrating. Absolutely. Uh, 50 years, a long time uh, coming for the Kansas City Chiefs, so congratulations to them. But we're not here to talk Super Bowl. We're here to talk uh, family life planning. That is right. We always have a great show. I always say that, and this is none better. And I think I can sum up what today's going to be about by this uh, little joke I found on the Internet. And the guy's telling this woman, he says, you know, I have the perfect son. And she says, well, does he smoke? And he says, no, he doesn't smoke. And she says, well, does he drink? whiskey and she, he says no he doesn't drink whiskey and he says well has he ever come home late he says no no he doesn't and he says I, I guess you really do have the perfect son how old is he well he's six months old next Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know I was, I was reading that and I got a little chuckle because isn't that so true about our entire lives um, Absolutely. You know, the longer we go on, the more messy they get, right? My dad is always saying, and, and you know, he loves to say it in front of his kids, that his kids are dysfunctional. Of course, his grandchildren are perfect, but his kids are dysfunctional. And, um, you know, I think in reality, if we all look in the mirror, there are aspects of each of us that are truly dysfunctional. You know, when I try to make pancakes that look like, um, you know, trains, for example, for my kids, I am totally dysfunctional in that area. And that came to, to full light this weekend. I know we all have those things, but, you know, I think uh, when we start out in life, things are so simple. And then as we keep getting older, things get more and more complicated. And then it isn't necessarily that that we're causing that sometimes well i guess we are always causing it but it's not always the bad that's causing it you know sometimes it's simply the success that's causing more and more issues and how does this happen i thought success is supposed to be a good thing what's overwhelming you know when you get to a point that you've never you know been there before and you get you feel like your life is just in total array and chaos and you can't find one thing or another and uh, you don't know exactly what, what you're doing or, or why you're doing it in some areas of your life, but other areas tend to just keep going gangbusters. I think a lot of us find ourselves there. And, you know, there's a kind of a, I guess you could say a, a checkpoint for this. So, you know, when you go to the doctor, every time you go to the doctor's Terry, what's the first thing that they're going to do? Uh, weigh you and uh, see how tall you are. Yeah, weigh you and see how, okay, 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 yes, those those are true. What's the second thing that they're going to do? Uh, Ask you why you're there. Ask you why you're there, and then after that? Uh, Check your temperature, check your reflexes, check your everything. Yeah, they start checking all your vitals. 
Yes, vitals. Yes, that's what I yes. remember. And, you know, have you ever have you ever actually looked up the definition of vitals? No. Okay. So your vitals, if you think about it, your temperature, blood pressure, heart rate, breathing rate. You know, why do they do that? Well, it's a group of four to six, just depending on, you know, who's saying it. Four to six very important signs that indicate the status of your body's life-sustaining function. Think about that. Life-sustaining function. That's why they're called vital. That's why they're called vitals, right? <laughs> and if they're not good, what do you think the doctor's going to do? Try to figure out why they're not good. Pretty quick, right? Yeah. Or are they just going to stick you in a waiting room for hours? No, they're going to they're gonna want to know why or send you for special care. Exactly. You know, they always say if you go to the emergency room and you complain of chest pains, they're going to roll you right back. Absolutely, right? yes. They're, they're not going to wait. Okay? And the same could be said for your financial life. The question is, what are those vitals? But if they're not good, you probably need to pay attention to your vitals pretty quick. You know, we've um, had some really good shows this year in which we've talked about, you know, risks that may be there that you don't even know are there. Risks that you aren't even looking at because they're just not presenting themselves right now. And they aren't painful right now. But if you don't pay attention to those, what's going to end up happening when things do get a little out of whack, either with our economy or your family life or your business or anything else? Well, it's going to be a major problem for you at that it's, point in time. That's exactly right. And we forget that. When things are just going great, we don't check our vitals. You know, what? how many times have you heard somebody, or when you ask somebody if you've gone to the doctor lately, they say, well, no, I, I feel great other than this this one thing, right? They aren't getting their vitals checked. Well, what if that one thing happened to be that their heart was failing, causing numbness in their leg? Well, I just can't understand why my leg is numb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with their heart. Um, it, it, if anybody knows us, you know, they, we know uh, we've had uh, Dr. John Duncan from Viascan on the show before, and we're huge promoters of Viascan. And I could tell you story after story of why we are such promoters of Viascan. But I think the biggest story comes down to the, the instance in which we sent a client there, and they literally rolled him out of Dr. John's office into surgery Wow! to get this in, okay? So are you checking your vitals, your life vitals, your financial vitals? And, you know, for those of us, we know what those life vitals are, right? We've been to the doctor a thousand times. We've seen it happen. But what about your financial vitals? What are they exactly? What do you need to be checking? What are those four to six most important things that indicate Life-sustaining function for your finances. Well, you're going to love my answer on this one. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> so when we come back on Life Planning 101, we're going to talk about what these financial vitals might be and give you a basis to grow from. And welcome back to Life Planning 101 here on this beautiful Monday morning. Angela's with us, and we're going to talk about her financial vital signs. Angela? Yes, 
And uh, right before the end of the break, I, I gave you my infamous it depends answer in regard to what those actually are, right? And really, they can be defined, I think, best by um, what stage of life you're in. So, you know, if you're starting out in life, right, after you graduate high school, things are pretty simple when it comes to your financial vitals. You know, do you have enough cash to pay your bills would be a good question, <laughs> right? right. Um, do you have a stable income? Do you have good credit? Now, that is one that's often missed, and I do say, you know, for parents, if you don't do anything else for your children before they graduate the household, you teach them about credit and you help them start obtaining credit. And, of course, we've got great systems in place to be able to do that. We've had Mr. Phil Tyrone on the show with 7 Steps to 720 several times before, and we've got actually a system set up that can help kids do that. So that's huge because you can't get through life without good credit, unfortunately. It's just the way things work. You can't even turn on an electricity meter without good credit. You can't get a job a lot of times without good credit. So you think it might be a misnomer. I don't want, to, I don't want my kids to have debt. They still need good credit. So it's, it's very important. And then, you know, do you have emergency savings? I think this is the first time if you're starting out in life that you're going to figure out what that means. And it, it might come by a, 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 a bad situation that's going to be able to teach you for the rest of your life. But it's so critical that you've got emergency savings, savings on hand. So, you know, starting out, we're pretty good, right? Yes. Then life happens. You're successful. Your family grows. Your responsibilities start growing. And those responsibilities aren't just growing in the number of them. They're growing in the size of those responsibilities, right? I remember pulling up my budget a few months ago and looking back over the past 12 months and seeing what we spent where. And our mandatory, obligatory expenses, the things that are fixed, in our lives, in which we fix them. Don't get me wrong. We have chosen this lifestyle, right? But these are our fixed expenses. I looked at that, and I thought, oh, my gosh, that's what I used to make in a year, right? Right. (laughs) It's just nuts when you think about the size of your responsibility and and what that actually means. And I encourage you, you know, when you're working through, and I, I didn't put this as, like, a vital, but... Really it is, you know, if you start out budgeting in life or you just pick it up somewhere down the road, it is so impactful because it's not about constricting yourself or, you know, telling yourself no or spending less. It's just about seeing where your dollars are going, number one. And number two, it's giving you a picture of what you actually need in order to make critical life decisions like, oh, can I afford that second home? Can I afford that new car? Can I afford to retire, right? Those are extremely important things. So, you know, people get budget all wrong, but in reality, it is the basis and foundation for successful everything. So if you want to make sure your financial vitals stay good, that's the basis. That's the foundation, right? Right. you know, when you're looking at all this growing responsibility, is that still, is that enough, right? Is just paying your bills, having your budget, having a stable income, good credit, and emergency savings, is that enough to sustain 
your financial life. You got to think about retirement, sustaining it through retirement as well. You do. You do. But what about before then? Think about what if you get sued? Right. Think about what if your house burns down? Think about losing your livelihood. There's a gentleman, and my heart bled for him uh, when this happened, but he lost his job. He's out of a job for like four months, and it cost him to, you know, a, a, over $250,000 a year livelihood. And, you know, he didn't have, obviously, enough emergency savings in, in hand, but he had to go, he eventually had to go to work, go back to work because of his age. He had to go back to work for about half of what he was making. He still hasn't found the right job to be able to latch on to get that kind of livelihood back. Mm. People forget that, right? Yes. Or better yet, what if you become disabled? You know, everybody always says it won't happen to me. Well, did you know that there is more disabilities in our country, more people that become disabled than they die prematurely? Wow. Yeah. So think about that. If you were to become disabled, what would your family do? Do you have financial life to protect? Do you have a family to protect? What if you die? What if your investments plummet? Okay, we've, I, I mean, think back, and I, I know a lot of our listeners are old enough that they were investors in the market during uh, 2000, 2001, or they may have just been starting out in their career, and it, it, I don't think there's a person out there that would say, um, what was Enron? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all know what Enron was, okay? And, you know... You work for these companies, and you invest your heart and soul in these companies, and a lot of people invest their money right along with them. Well, imagine having been an Enron employee for decades, and all of a sudden, what happens to your entire life savings? It's gone. Yes. So, you know, being in a position to acknowledge that and not be blind to that and protect yourself from a situation like that. And you may be saying, oh, well, that was Enron. That'd never be my company. That would never happen. You don't know what the culture is. You don't know what the culture could have changed to. There's been situations where the CEO of the company doesn't know that there's fraud being committed at the CFO level. You have no idea what's going on. So you've got to be in a position that you can protect yourself. And then, you know, the biggest, I think, the biggest vital that you think about, you need to think about at this stage, all right? So you started out in life, and if you've been successful, there's a good chance that you're probably street smart. Would you agree with that, Terry? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you've got to have some, some sort of street smarts to get to where you've been. And some people are very wise. When they don't know enough about a certain situation, they're able to be humble enough to say, I don't know, and I think this is above my ability to Google this, right? Right. But then there are those that have those street smarts, and they maybe even never consider that. They think, well, this is the way I've always been able to solve my problems, so I'm going to keep solving my problems by Googling. And they're addicted to what I call the DIY syndrome. Do, Do it, it yourself, yourself. yes. <laughs> right? And the problem begins as their success outgrows their ability to Google. 
they might Google something and there's 12 different ways to skin that cat. Or they may not, not even know the right question to Google. I guarantee that 90% of the time when people are not, a, or when they've been given bad advice via the search engine, it's because they didn't ask the right question. Right. Not because Google gave them the wrong answer, because they didn't ask the right question. Now, we always say you don't know what you don't know, and it's what you don't know that you don't know that could end up hurting you, right? Yep. And that's a hard thing to absorb and, and look at yourself in the mirror and say, because, because most successful people are what? They like to be in control. Yes. They like to know that they can pull triggers and that they can do everything they need to do to be successful. That's what's made them successful. They've got drive. They've got ambition. They've got gumption. And all of those things are great. But I'm going to tell you one of the most successful financial people out there, Richard Branson, you know what he says? What's that? I know nothing about managing my money. <laughs> I know nothing about how to protect it. I'll leave that up to them. Up Think about to, that for a minute. Up to the experts. That's right. So, you know... You have a decision that, say, example, you have a decision that a few years ago ended in two zeros. Okay, so maybe it's a three hundred dollars decision. Now, what if that decision ends up in six or seven zeros? You can't help but be emotional about your hard-earned money, no. and that's when you can get in trouble. When we come back here, right on Life Planning One Hundred and One, you don't want to miss the rest of your financial vitals. You need to be thinking about. Wow, final segment, Life Planning of One, Financial Vitals. Angela has more right now. Yes, so we've talked about starting out in life, right, what those financial vitals really are. And then as your success grows, you know, the things that you need to be asking yourself and the thing that you need to be aware of probably the most is that if you've got success, you're no longer in the capacity to do it yourself. In a sense, that's probably the biggest danger because of you don't the fact that you don't know what you don't know, and you can't Google it. You can't ask your neighbors. Your life's unique. It's different from anyone else's. Until there's artificial intelligence that figures that out, it's, there's not an answer out there without you getting independent, unique advice for your situation. So that's a biggie. Then life happens again. So. You get to the point in life where you've had success and you want to start enjoying what you've built. You may be focused on living life, your family, um, or just, you know, the things that you always wanted to be able to get around to doing, but you've been too busy in your career or business to do that. And your money has started to get into the place that maybe it's, it's working for you. Or is it? That's a question. Right. Right. You're kind of out of the driver's seat, but you're kind of not. You feel the need to reach over for that wheel ever so often, right? And maybe there's some midlife crisis things going on with that. Maybe not, though. Maybe it's just the fact of you've always been in that driver's seat, and, and you don't know how to get out of that driver's seat completely. You may be worried about the economy, your investment, living too long. I don't know anybody who's worried about living too long or spending too much money or running out of money, do you? No, not at all. <laughs> or you may be worried about getting sick. You know, 
Um, one of the things that I, we ask at the, at the back of our questionnaire for all of our families that we begin to work with is what's most important about money to you? And in recent years, more times than not, it's the ability for my children not to have to support me. Right. Think about that. Yeah. The ability for my children not to have to support me. That's what's most important to them. So maybe you're worried about that. Maybe you're worried only about one or two of those things. Maybe you're worried about none of those things. Maybe you're just worried about your kids and their financial vitals. That doesn't sound like anybody we know either. No, not at all. No, never, right? So the bottom line, though, is that worry equates to one thing, unhealthy. Why do you have all that success to begin with? To worry about it? Why'd you do it? What's the purpose of it? You know, we talk about life planning. We don't talk about financial planning on this show. Not too often, anyway, right? right? So why do, why do we do that? Why do we focus on life planning rather than financial planning? Well, what's life about? It's about the purpose that is between you and God for you. And if you're focused on finances, you're tailoring your entire life around your finances. Is that really what's supposed to be? No. No. It should be, re- it should be reversed, right? Yes. Okay, so yes, you've got these financial vitals that you've got to take. You've got the things that you know you've got to take care of to be able to protect what you've built. But really, are you protecting what you've built? Are you protecting the freedom to be able to live life on purpose. So my suggestion is, is don't worry. Figure out, well, first of all, I guess you have to figure out what's causing that worry. Write it down. Figure out what's underlying, what your fears are, what you're scared about, what, what, what you need to address and address it. We've been talking about 2020 vision all this year, right? Yes. So it's not going to end because it's 2020 and we still got what, 11 more months of it? Yep. (laughs) So use that 2020 vision to get healthy. Make sure that you're not worrying. Give yourself the freedom to do what your success was supposed to do to begin with. Live life on purpose, right? So, you know, the thing is, is that we have have so many things that come about in life and, and we don't know how to deal with them. We don't know how to address them. We don't know. Um, what we're supposed to be doing. That's okay. You need to be able to have someone that you can trust to help you get your financial vitals checked and make 2020 the year that you're living life on purpose rather than by what I call the fault. It reminds me of the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Don't worry. Be ha- Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah, so uh, everyone have a wonderful week. God bless all of our listeners and all of the families that we get to work with. And uh, we just truly appreciate all of you. And my name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. Have a great week. 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates, Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.